Hey, 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 it's your girl Tay, and welcome to Godly Women on the Move. Hey, you guys, I am back with another quick word that God has been showing me. Um, I think he has me in a place right now because he's been talking to me a lot about our hearts and a lot about what what he wants us to to be doing, what he needs us to be doing, I guess, in a sense. um, And I'm in the parable of the sower. So I'm in Mark, I'm in chapter four, and I'm um, I'm kind of like all over chapter four. So verse 16 is where God had me. I will read some out of the Bible, um, but I do want to come on here. Um, I want to come on here and talk to you about our heart and um, what I feel like, what I, I'm going to say what I feel like I'm understanding from my teachings and um, definitely anything that I say on here, anything that I read, go read for yourself, go pray about it for yourself. Ask the Lord, like, Lord, what are you saying? What are you doing? That is always where I want to come from. I don't want you to take 100% of my words as um, truth. Let God reveal things to you. Um, So what I am trying to say, what I am trying to say is we are in Mark 4, chapter 4. And God was talking to me about the kingdom of heaven and why, why we are here is because of the word he gave me previously and the last couple of words, to be honest, was the uprooting of things and being good soil. So it's not, not unnatural for him to show me a parable about soil and seeds. So I just, I find it the way God speaks and where he has me and even where he's wanting me to go on this podcast. So um, we are now in the soil and the seed part of this. So knowing, I'll give you a little bit, we are talking about the kingdom of heaven and we are the paths. Okay. And our hearts are the ground because when he gave me the word in Matthew about many people serving them with their lips, but their hearts are far from him. Our hearts are the ground and the word is the seed. And the enemy comes in and he tries to steal the word, the seed that was sown, that would produce a great crop, a great fruit, a great harvest, right? Because you got to understand the Lord has also been talking to me about how he's been talking to me about harvest. And I, and I think I had told you guys that before, but how the laborers 
that the harvest was plenty, but the laborers are few because of where the seed has fallen. So we'll go in, I'm going to go in uh, into all of that and go into the word a little bit now. So I'm going to pick up my Bible <laughs> um, <clears throat> and I'm going to go to, to 16 because that's where he had me go. Um, I will read on a little bit on down, but but the the thing that I was saying about how the enemy comes in and he tries to steal that word, this is where I, I and this is a little bit above 16, so I'll read this and then I'll go on, go ahead and go on in into 16. But it says here, some people are like the seed along the path where the word is sown, as soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. So when I think about that in the different aspect of the things that God does in our lives, and sometimes he even uses people, um, He'll even use a billboard. Let, let's just be honest. The way God speaks to us, it can be a bunch of different things. But it's like you're looking at one thing and then that one thing just stands out. It just speaks volumes to you. Because slowly he's been sowing or he's 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 been sowing seeds, but something comes along and it, let's just say it waters that seed that he was sowing. Um, I say that because I got into one situation where I'm going to be honest, I was watching a video of this guy and he was arguing about um, God and how, you know, he used to be a pastor or a deacon or something like that. And he doesn't live that lifestyle anymore. And he was like, I could never be more free because of let's just say like it's not anyway he wanted to argue based off of the perspective of if God was real and all of this kind of thing and I was praying and I said Lord how would I argue against this man how would I how would I go against what he's saying and the Lord clear as day told me it's not your job to argue. It's your job to water. And so I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, huh? And when you think about this, the, the Bible speaks of there's one who sows, one who waters, one. It, 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 if you read your word, go into it, it'll be, I was like, wow, I'm a waterer, huh? Okay. So it means a worker of the field. Anyway, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in, and I'm going to. I'm gonna read chapter sixteen. I mean, I'm sorry. Verse verse sixteen, chapter four. Others like seeds sown on rocky places hear the word and at once receive it with joy. And I don't know. If you've ever been in a place where you may have been at church or someone may have said something and you were like, man, that is so profound, man, that's so good. And then 
all of a sudden it's like things happen, life hits you and you forget. You for, you you quickly forget. Like it it's like oh yeah, but I'll I'll come back to that. And and we all do that. We are we all have done that. Gotten a good word, received a great message. Someone could have said something to you and it 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 gave your heart glad like you were glad to hear it. You were excited to hear that. And then it didn't come to pass. It's like it didn't ever seem like it was coming to pass or it didn't seem like anything was happening. And you kind of forgot it. You kind of put it in your back pocket and you're like, I'll revisit that another day. But since they did not have root, that they... mm, but since they did not, but since they have no root, they last only a short time. They last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes, because of the word, they quickly fall away. We let things around us, we let things that we see, we let things that happen to us, because we, a lot of, let's just be honest, sometimes we we can be more natural than we are spiritual. Um, we let all of these things that happen to us. We let those things speak louder than what God says to us. We already know that persecution will happen. We already know that trouble will happen. It's how we perceive it. It's how we allow it to take root in our lives. Because let's just be honest, we don't always let what the good that God has said about us or to us or for us take root more than what we see around us or that hits us, affects us more in our spirit and in our natural more. And sometimes that can be the reason why we have trouble letting go of things that happen to us because we let it take root in us more than what the good God has said about us. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to keep reading. They quickly fall away. Still others like seeds sown among thorns Hear the word, but the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desires of other things come in and choke the word, 
making it unfruitful. I think we can all relate to that. I, I definitely know that we can all relate to that because when you think about the worries of your life currently, you have bills, huh? Come on. <laughs> we got gas. We have food. Boy, when my grandmother told me whoever has to pay the food bill is the loser, the grocery bill, they're the loser uh, because it's, it's expensive. It is expensive. And now with inflation, uh, come on, you guys, like, it's so, it's such, it's such an easy thing to do when God says, hey, I'm going to make you a fisher of men. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I can do that. Yeah, that sounds great. When am I going to do that? And then you're like, God, I can't fish for no men. I got to pay these bills. <laughs> like, I got, I got to, I got to pay that light bill, that car note coming up, um, I'm trying to get out of debt and I'm trying to to have more than enough. I, I'm trying to to do some things here. And we let we let life hit us so hard. We let persecution and trouble take us out <laughs> quickly. Like we let everything around us affect us, except for what God has said about us. So our hearts are not right. You see what I'm saying? Like, I hope you guys understand that because our hearts are not right. Instead of taking God at his word, we take all the other things around us and we take that, but we don't take God at his word. The very person that created it, created us, breathed life into us, who knew us before we knew ourselves. Um, I'm going to keep going. And then at that, I'm sorry, I'm going to just, even at that, it doesn't produce any fruit. Because when we think about being an ambassador for heaven or being an ambassador, once we are saved, once we are, some people say adopted, but once we have basically become adopted into the family, um, once we're no longer here as natural and as physical as everything is because it's, we touch it and we grasp it, once we become adopted into the kingdom of heaven, we're no longer associated with this natural reality. This, this, if we were to think of it as a nation, we're no longer a part of the of this nation, but we're a part of the nation in heaven. So now we are ambassadors who live here. And what do we do? We tell people about the kingdom because we want them to come and be there, not as visitors, but as long lives residences. Um, for that to be their residence and for them to stay and be a part of that kingdom. Um, so we are now, we're living in a different, we're, we're living here, but we're not a part of here. 
I hope that makes sense to you. I'm going to keep reading and then we're going to go and then I'll probably give you a little bit more. Um, so that was all verse 19. I'm on 20. Others like seeds sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop, some 30, some 60, some 100 times what was sown. I find that to be so good because I just want to be good soil. And when God was going through and showing me uprooting, to basically pull, sit down, let him go through with you. Because we, we got to make that time. We have to sit down and we have to say, Lord, show me. And then even in your day-to-day life, he'll say, that's not of me. Like, um, he'll even show you like, hey, that may be because you experienced something in your life and now you're coming from that brokenness, but that's not a characteristic of me. And I want to heal that part of you. And I want to set you free from that part because I want you to be more and more like me. We should be the greatest example of Christ when people meet us. Um, Because we are now a part of his likeness. And when the Holy Spirit comes in, we have power. We are an unstoppable people, an unstoppable force. So when he was talking to me about uprooting and soil, he was basically showing me there are some things that I want to work out within my people, within me. He was talking even about me. And I want to get you guys into a place where you're no longer the things that happen to you but you see that it happened for you. My granny, and and I'll bring her up a lot in this podcast, you guys. I promise you, you're probably like, there she goes. Um, My granny always wants, she was like, she had heard this this guy say something and or a woman. And she was like, oh, that was so profound. And she was like, don't say, oh, look at what happened to me. But instead, look at what happened for me. You change the perspective of what's going on because the Bible even says he will use it. He's working it out for the good of those who love him. So even when things hit us and we don't understand why this has happened, or we don't understand what's going on. And um, we don't quite get it in our natural. God is like, worry not, child. I got you. And so, yes, it looks strange. And yes, it's very impactful. And yes, it's kind, it does kind of sting. But know that I'm working it for the good of those who love me. I know that whatever God does, 
2022 because I'm praying. Let me tell you something. I'm praying that 2022 is like the year that the Lord gets all the glory out of our lives. And what I mean by that is like, no matter what happens, no matter what he does, because I find it to be that many of us are going to find favor and going to find blessings, going to see great things happen for us through 2022. But I don't want to say there's always a little bitter with a little sweet. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm praying that no matter what we see, that he still gets the glory, even in that situation, because it's going to work for our good. Um, so that was where God had me about our grounds, our hearts. And, um, and the reason why he gave me Matthew, I believe it was 15. Let me go to it. Give me just a second. I want to say it was 15-4, but it may have been... Uh, Ah, 15.8. And it was, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain, and their teachings are merely human rules. I think that's the reason why he had me in that, in that verse. You guys, sometimes we are called, and let me, let me tell you. Um, I heard one of my, um, I don't want to say one of mine, but um, a person that I watch, um, he's a pastor, he's an uh, apostle, he is a uh, a prophet. And he said, and I was like, yo, ain't that the truth? Um, he said, Jesus was the biggest rule breaker in the Bible because he was. <laughs> Jesus did not care about human rules because we care. We care about that. We care. Wash your hands before you eat. Wash your hands seven times before you're eating. Jesus picked it up and ate it. He was like, oh, yeah, I'll go ahead and continue. I'm about to eat. Um, <laughs> he was the biggest rule breaker because those are rules that we create that we make up in our own desire maybe or in our own selfishness sometimes we make up rules and they have nothing to do with the kingdom of heaven or the the word that is written now i got quiet because i wanted y'all to think about that we will make a rule we will make a declaration. We will come up with some things and it has nothing to do with the kingdom of heaven or what's in this Bible. I'm going to just shut the book right there. Because we live, we live in a society that tells us, hey, you can only do this, this, and this, this, and this. And God says, where is that in my word? 
I'm just saying, I don't want to ruffle no feathers, but I do. <laughs> so what I am trying to say is sometimes we have to get out of our own way. We do. We have to get out of our own way so that God can truly use us. And we have to get to a point to where, God, what are you saying about this situation? We take everything to God because God is going to use some people we thought, oh, no, he'll never use them. But the word said he used prostitutes. So why he won't? I'm, I'm just saying, we think we put God too much in the box. We do. We put him too much in a box. And we think that God won't use somebody to speak to someone but if they are wanting to to be a part of the laborers why not why not why why he can't use you why why he can't why can't he use your voice he said if we don't cry out the rocks will that's in the word So you telling me he'll use the rocks to cry out, but he can't use us? Come on. It's too religious. It's too religious to say there's no way God would use him. There's no way God will use her. Let's take everything to God. Let's get our heart postures right. Let's make time for God so he can speak to us, so he can show us things. You may not be a person that reads a whole lot, but you're a visual learner. He will use visuals. (laughs) We cannot put God in a box. We just cannot do it. And we got to get out of the, oh, God has never said that or God never did that before or we grew up in church. And so because it doesn't look like the church we went to doesn't mean that he's not doing it. He said, behold, I do a new thing. What's new? Test the fruit. Is it of God? Does it sound like God? Is it producing good fruit? Are people getting saved? Are people coming to the kingdom? Are you noticing that God is changing them? Because if he is, then it's producing a great harvest. And ain't that what we supposed to be doing anyway? I'm sorry. I think the spirit took me off on a whole nother rant here. Um, 
Well, maybe somebody needed to hear that. Maybe somebody needed to know that God and it, it it's so it's so crazy because I just read that in chapter four. God can use the smallest of people, even children. What do you say? Out of the mouths of babes. Come on. Sometimes we can't just dismiss our kids because God is using them to speak to us too. Because we won't listen when he's speaking. Did that ruffle some feathers? Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) I'm just telling you guys that God is truly doing something amongst his people. It can't be a lip service. It can't be, I'm a Christian, but your life doesn't represent Christ. Your words don't represent Christ. And who you are is not representing Christ. All right. Let's be in Christ because he's always, he's always trying to be in us. Let's invite him in. That's all I got for today. I was going to say something about the mustard seed because it reminds me of that verse where he says the least will be great and the greatest will be least because the mustard seed produces such a big, a big tree, a big crop, and it's so tiny. Let's let's start working with mustard seeds faith and let's be mustard seeds that produce big crops. It may start off small. Humble beginnings produce great things. Love you guys. Be blessed. Well, that's all for today. I pray that you are blessed. I hope you get some rest and we're out.